Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Empowered AF. I have got a special guest with me. I've been doing a lot of guests lately and probably because I like talking to other people. As much as I like talking to you fine folk who are listening in your car, listening at your job or whatever, I love to talk, but I also like to talk to other people and I love to hear stories. And today I've got a special guest with me that I've known for several years and who has, who has actually seen me in different facets of life, saw me pre-divorce, saw me kind of in the midst of divorce, saw me after divorce. And so he has a kind of unique perspective because he himself has also been divorced and is remarried. And I felt like his story, his perspective would be absolutely amazing for Empowered AF. So Seth Ellsworth, thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Great to be here. Good to see you again, Mark. You too, sir. So what I want to do is talk first before we get into your story and what you've been through, because there's a lot of guys who are experiencing what you've experienced, but you're on the other side of it. And before we get into that story, help me understand for them or help guys understand what it is you actually do now in terms of your job, your business, um, so they can understand just from a high level where you're coming from. Well, here's, here's a concept that I've, I've tried to live by. Um, I see myself as a winner. So when a situation presents itself that looks like a loss, I have to find the win. So I calibrate everything in my life towards this. But here's the difference. I take notes the entire time. Because if stuff helps me, it's going to help other people. And I see myself as the most difficult client I've ever had. Like if something, if something works for me, it has to be useful for other humans. And I, I reached a point in my career where I was doing a bunch of other marketing stuff, you know, building other businesses. And I just had one of those moments where I was like, stop. You are gifted with these understandings. The good people need it. And so I literally burned all my ships and started sharing this message um, eight years ago. Hmm. So been through a lot since then, including divorce, which we'll talk about in a second. Because yeah. despite knowing cool things, you still have life and you still have humanity and it punches you in the face, but it's what we choose to respond with that makes the difference. So all I do is I'm, I'm Seth. I want to be the best Seth I can be. And I want to inspire and share with others ways that they can be their best self. Sounds super basic. But that that's me, man. I don't, you can't put a label on me. I am. That Seth. is true. <laughs> I know who I am yeah. and you will feel that. Yeah. That's my currency. So my promise to you on this podcast is you're probably going to wonder like, who is that guy and what is he on? Because <laughs> I want some of that. And, and that's my intention is, is trying is live the message that I know yeah. the best that I can for myself. And it will allow others to do the same as long as I have the courage to open my mouth about it. And that's why we're on this podcast. Yeah. One of my favorite things you say is if you come into my world, you're going to leave changed. 100%. And by that. Yeah. And, and I challenged me the, I mean, like I heard that obviously when you were coaching me in a, in a, in a totally different business situation. Yeah. And, and I took that and was like, that needs to be the way I own empowered man, where if a guy comes into our program, 
they shan't not leave without feeling different, without changing in some compassion or some passion way. Uh, because if they don't change, what have we done? And and I know that the way you run your business with your clients is exactly the same way. So same. thank you for that totally different intro than probably what 95, 99% of people would ever give. You didn't sugarcoat it and say, oh, I help men do this X, Y, Z. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about what you do later, and we'll share some links of how you can get in touch with Seth. But listen to this story as we get into the things that he's been through, because you're going to take notes, but it's, I mean, because he's going to drop some dimes on you just, I mean, just in the five minutes before we were we were getting ready to record, he was dropping dimes. And I'm like, okay, that's some good stuff there. <laughs> I can't help Actually, it, dude. I, I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry at all. Yeah, don't be sorry. <laughs> that's what so I do. Tell me about your current marriage. You have a very unique situation in my perspective. I mean, we've worked with hundreds and hundreds of guys who are going through divorce, facing divorce, and most of them don't end up the way you do. And uh, meaning the like how they went through it and all that. So I want to kind of break down your situation. So tell me about your current marriage, current situation, and some things about it that are different than probably you've ever heard anywhere. Uh, this is where it gets fun. You realize quickly, I'm weird. Like, <laughs> I'm weird. Uh, I, I don't, I don't do life in a common way. I don't want to be common. Yeah. I want to be absolutely uncommon. And so how I calibrate my life is, is super different, but one thing's true. I can't be my best self unless I have somebody next to me who is searching for and, and, and working on becoming their best self. Yeah. And so it's important to sync up with somebody in that way. And my wife, Michelle, she, she is absolute gift to me. Um, I, I admire her in so many ways. Um, she's, she's, it's hard to sum her up. And she's writing a book right now. She's Dang. 600 pages in. Like Dang. the woman has been through just about almost every devastation you could be, go through as a, as a female. She's, yeah. She lost her firstborn son mm. to a tragic accident. Um, she's been abused in about all the ways that you can imagine. Mm. And She's amazing. So thing number one, when you find your person and you both sync up in terms of your direction that you want to go in life, that's the ideal scenario. And Michelle is that for me. Like we, we sync up physically, emotionally, spiritually, in all the ways that matter. However, she's enough different to cause me to grow. Mm. Because she's different in, in enough ways that are so hard for me that I freaking love it. I don't want an easy marriage. I want a marriage that causes me to grow. Hmm. Whether I have to catch up to her or whether she beats out of me, literally. Sometimes that's what it takes because I'm super hard-headed and arrogant at times. It's like we all are probably. But I love the fact that she's different enough to me that she fills my holes. Yeah. And together, we're, we're, together we are whole because she feels the holes that I have inside of myself. Yeah. And I do that for her. So she's had tremendous healing because she's married to me. I've had tremendous healing because I'm married to her. And it's not been perfect. It's been freakishly difficult. But this is what makes the beauty. The beauty is in the ebbs and the flows of the life, the heights and the lows. And I don't want a flatline life. I don't think you do. I don't think anybody listening to this wants a flat. Flatline is the very definition of dead. Yeah. I don't want a marriage like that. Nope. I wouldn't sign up for that. So that's one thing about us is we, everything is calibrated towards, towards growth. 
Hmm. It's not calibrated towards maintaining insane levels of ridiculous complacency and normalcy. We do everything we can to push and not push each other per se, because I don't need to motivate her. It's not her job. I don't, need to, I don't need to, she doesn't need to motivate me. In fact, if she tries to do that, I, I naturally push against that. I have my own motivations. Right. So we are separately together in our desire to grow and become the best versions of ourselves. And as parents, I mean, obviously you want your kids to do the same, but the whole deal here is that you have to allow humans to be human and you need to allow those humans to make choices for themselves. Yeah. Sometimes that's the hardest thing, but I don't want to dig too deep into it, but man, our, our story is like, we, we could literally make a film out of the serendipity that happened. Um, it's, it's scary how orchestrated this was. And, and y'all probably feel that way in, in some way about experiences that you've had, because like two souls meeting and there being fireworks is, is it's never a coincidence when you're ready, when you've done the work, the things happen and they show up and we wouldn't be a thing had we not done our work to make it possible. Had I met her just two months before I did, I wouldn't even have been interested, like 0% chance that we would have ever made it. And it's the same with her for me. So like this was literally orchestrated down to the minutes where our worlds collided and we're like, okay, what are we going to do with this now? We see that this has happened. Clearly it's for a reason. Clearly there's divine providence here. So what are we going to do about it? And it's been, it's been a ride ever since, man. It's, it's been incredible. She has three kids. One of them's in heaven. I have three kids and we got one on the way. Wow. So that makes seven. Full house. So her, her firstborn son is very much a part of our family, even though he's not here and I've never met him. Like, I feel like he's my kid. It's weird. But there's, there's so much going on here that's so powerful on a, on a soul deep level that I'm just super grateful that I did the work and I said yes to hard things because what I have now is 10 times what I used to have. Money, love, connection, all the things that we care about in life. It's crazy. And, and you guys met pretty quickly, right? I mean, like Super quick. your, your divorce was happening and then you, you, within divorce getting ha uh, finalized, you were married What you said nine months. Yeah. Finally, it was finalized, um, October 4th, 2016. And I was married to, I met Michelle in February. The end of, towards the end of February, almost March, it was February 26th. And I was full-time in my stuff from, from when I separated, which was months before it was finalized, right? Yeah. It was August-ish um, to end of February, beginning of March. I was full-time, 100% working on my shit. Hmm. And had I not done that, Michelle doesn't happen for me. Yeah. No question about it. I missed that boat. So it did happen quick. I don't recommend that quick. Yeah. Like, like you can't forget we are human. Yeah. There is humanity here. And I was not ready to get married, man. I, I did not. I didn't want a relationship. I didn't want to date. Like I was good 
bachelor, I'm good. I love my kids. I'm a good daddy. And I, and I loved it. I just love the idea of I could work my face off half the time, ridiculous amount of work, and then take a break with my kids are here. Yep. I like, I, I was, I was high on that. Had an offer in on, on a perfect bachelor pad. When I met Michelle, I lost my earnest money, by the way, because all my plans changed. <laughs> but but uh, sometimes that's the way that happens. And, and we can talk about why I made the choice that I did, because it was fully conscious. And it wasn't because I couldn't control the emotions that I needed someone that I was so in love with somebody that I just was Twitter pated and she's stolen my heart. No, I was 100% fully conscious, bro. She's a gift to you. What are you going to do about it? I can concur with that. I totally understand that because it's easy when, especially when you're freshly divorced uh, or freshly separated, it's easy to just go, how can I go get infatuated by somebody else and get into some other relationship versus like doing the work on you and and going through it. And then when you're ready, it's almost like when you're ready, it presents itself, which is basically what happened. 100%. And that never happens unless you turn towards yourself and do your work. Yeah. What happens with, with, you know, second, third, second, third marriages usually don't go well because yeah. the second marriage is a what? It's a rebound. Yep. Because you're not used to having, not having somebody there anymore or you want to get back at them and prove like what, what type of marriage you can have that you still got game. And we do all this nonsense. It's yeah. not, man, that's not where your growth is. It's not. You got to go here first. You guys have a couple of unique things where there's like crossover between your ex-wife and your current wife with different, different things you guys went through. Um, Because a lot of guys, when they think about moving on, whatever, they either have a really myopic view of what that's going to look like, or they don't know what's possible. Uh, Tell me just a couple, like three of the things that you were telling (laughs) me earlier that would probably blow some of your minds about how you responded, how, how your current wife responded, how your ex-wife responded. And really, I think a lot of it has to do with the leadership that you presented. Yeah. So here, this is how crazy it got. Um, I'll talk about exactly what made this possible a little bit, a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but when we got married, July 14 of 2017, so 7-14-17 is a cool number. My former spouse was there. So my ex-wife, my ex-wife was at our wedding. Her ex-husband was at our wedding with his girlfriend at the time, who they were married a couple months later. So your current wife's ex-husband and your ex-wife were at your marriage. They were at our wedding. At your wedding. We had a really small service, a beautiful service, but they were, they were two of just 12 people that were there. Wow. How did that happen? Not just just that, but they wanted to be there. Yeah. Now, y'all know that, I mean, divorce is not fun. Like, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Yeah. For me personally, it's the hardest thing I've ever been through. It's not even close. I've been through a lot of other hard things. Same. Nothing brought me to my knees like that. But it's how you go through your struggles that matters. Mm. And although I wouldn't, truth be told, I wouldn't prefer to have gone through that. If there was a way that, Hey, Seth, you could keep your family 
figure this stuff out, I probably would have taken that choice. But looking back now, it's like, my gosh, I never, I never would have had what I had now. I wouldn't be the person that I am. There's no way that my family would be this strong. And this depth of joy and feeling in my life, I wouldn't have that because I wouldn't have the magnitudes. It's like the, de the depths of our pain and sorrow is also the potential for your heights. Mm. And man, those are gifts if you choose to see them as that. Yeah. Which and is which where is did the you whole guys deal. live? You, you guys lived in somebody's basement when you first got <laughs> so married? When, when Michelle and I first got married, we didn't really have a place locked down because I was living in, in southern Utah. In, in a little resort town called St. George. And she was up north in Salt Lake, which is about, you know, 300 miles apart. And so every other weekend, well, every other week, I would, I would be up here and I'd be shacking up with my brother who was living close by. I don't really have my own place. It's back and forth between that place and, and a trailer park in St. George. True story. So I, was this I have the my, Tesla or after the Tesla? This was the Tesla time, man. <laughs> Like you have to picture this in real life. Yeah. Like, you have to picture this. I almost did the I was, same. I was watching my kids for five day weekends every other weekend because it's, it's the best we could work out at the time. And so I had my Tesla, which was my dream car, $135,000 car. And I didn't have a place in St. George that was mine. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go buy a trailer. So I bought a trailer. I was upside down on it. I paid $45,000 only worth 39 bonehead. And so I locked this up. I locked up a spot in that trailer park, the RV park, uh, for $550 a month. And that's where I watched my kids for almost a year. It's right there. And I, we had some good times in there, but boy, that was freaking hard, man. I had this, I, man, it's hard to describe. Yeah. When, when you're going through this transition period and money wasn't so hot at the time, like money was going well. And then, Divorce is the quickest way to train wreck yourself financially. Yeah. My gosh, it turns everything on a dime, which is the scary part for sure. Cause there's massive uncertainty financially and just drug myself through that. So 10 days I'd be up North and you know, four or five days I'd be down South. And uh, anyway, when we got married, um, we didn't have a place locked up. So the circumstance presents itself like, where are we going to have our kids? And what are we going to do for a month or so while we're locking down a place? Well, her ex-husband, his name's Joe. He's an amazing dude. Um, we, we make a really, really good team. All of us do. He's like, I got you. You just stay in my basement. He has a basement apartment in his house. So picture this. Broke dude marries woman ex-husband says don't worry i got you and you can park your hundred thirty-five thousand dollar tesla in my driveway <laughs> oh my gosh i mean i wasn't all the way broke but man finances were not they were not going up at that point i wasn't i hadn't been working for a year almost yeah literally zero work i completely disappeared from the marketplace i didn't post on facebook for i don't know how long and because I was doing, I was doing this work in here because that was the work that was my full-time employment at the time. But we lived in the basement of my, my, my wife's ex-husband for a month. Actually, it might, might've been slightly less than a month. I can't remember exactly how long it was, but about that. Ventures, man. 
adventures. You, you could put that in an ad on Facebook and people are like, dude, what the hell is wrong with this guy? <laughs> that should be something wrong with that dude. <laughs> so would you change anything about how the divorce actually went down? Not from my side. There's, there's, there's two ways to look at this. In, in my opinion, this is a healthy way of looking at it. At least this is how I saved myself from going down dark holes and never coming out. Yeah. There's two sides. And if, if, if y'all are at this transition, looking at it or just coming through it, you need to hear this clearly. So get some pen and paper out and write this down. So if you're driving, you should probably pull over and write this down or make a voice, voice note or something, because this is freaking life changing. This is what changed my life and allowed me to come out of this with an asset as a family. And that asset is we are a really good team. We work well together. So this is how I looked at everything. Before divorce, I had certain mannerisms, behaviors, capacities. What I did not have is the awareness of the things that I needed to change in order for there to be a healthy environment for her. So naturally, she wants to go find a healthy environment somewhere else. Meanwhile, delusional Seth was thinking that I was the man, provide all the money, provide all the protection for her, but I wasn't fundamentally meeting her needs. And I was completely unaware of this until it was too late because she gone. She didn't want it anymore. So here's the deal. I can't beat myself up for something I was completely unaware of because I couldn't have made different choices at the time. There's nothing I could do to go back and say, man, and just beat myself up that I made certain choices or whatever. Completely useless train of thought. There's nothing I can do to change it. So I have to give myself grace for that. Because I couldn't have done that differently. I'd say, I wish I had this and this. I wish I would have done this differently, for sure. But in actuality, there's nothing I could have done different. I'm a good dude. You know my heart. Always been where I believe is, is a strong, healthy, bright, shining place. Always want the best things for people. Always try and uplift. I try to be a good person. I've always tried to grow. Never done a thing wrong in my marriage that I look back and I'm shamed about. Like this, this was not some dude is just out of his lane completely destroying the marriage. There was nothing consciously I was doing to harm her in any way. I wouldn't do that anyways, because I'm a, I'm a protector at heart. And I was just completely freaking missing it. 100% unaware and delusional. And that's what cost me. Part of this is I worked my face off and I wasn't present with her. So she was missing deep connection with me. So to her, it just felt like roommates. To me, it was totally fine and normal. That's a problem. Yeah. You hear I wasn't that all aware. The time. All the time. I was not aware. Yeah. And, and at the same time, I'm a type A person. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident, strong. And she saw herself as somebody that could not stand up to me, or at least it was really difficult. She thought it would require her to stand up to me. Aren't you also like 6'10"? I am 6'10". You can't, you can't probably tell. Definitely not by audio. And those, those of y'all watching this, 
probably can't tell either. I couldn't stand up to you. <laughs> yeah, you can't, dude. I met you I'm, in person, man. I know. Remember, I know we... what this looks like. <laughs> yeah, it's all good because your heart's big, brother, like a big teddy bear. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, this is Mark Santiago, CEO and founder of Empowered Man. I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast. However, before you go, I want to give you a special invitation. Now, listen, we've got a program that is designed specifically for men who are hurting right now, who are on the verge potentially of divorce, who are facing potential separation or already separated, and they don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn. They're dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with cheating. They're dealing with all kinds of shit. If that's you, I want to challenge you to take the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. That's right, the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. You can go to emchallenge.com right now and sign up for the 30-Day Challenge. Here's why I think you should do that. If you're hurting, you need to understand why you're hurting. You need to understand what is actually going on. In week one of the challenge, we are gonna actually rip off that Band-Aid a little bit and coach you through that process. And then we continue to do that process all the way to the point where you start to make decisions that are empowered instead of disempowered. I don't know about you, but I would much, much, much rather make decisions from a place of strength than a place of weakness. So if you're facing decisions, if you're facing this anxiety, what do I do? How do I respond when my wife is being toxic? I don't know what to do. My wife is cheating on me. I don't know what to do. My wife doesn't love me. I don't know what to do. We are going to help you find those answers within. Now look, this 30 day challenge is probably unlike any other you've been a part of. Why? Because not only do we have daily assignments happening in the program every single day, but you also get live group coaching calls. I said live group coaching calls with myself and my lead coach. That's right, I am a part of this. It's not just some other people doing it. I am there live with you every single week call that we are on. Third part of that is you're gonna have a community of other guys that are going through exactly what you are going through. And the best part of this, this isn't even a fraction of the price we could charge for it. In fact, at some point we may raise the price, but right now it is at a bargain. So go to emchallenge.com, emchallenge.com to take the Empowered Man 30 Day Challenge and I will see you on the inside.